welcome to the Cutting the Shit podcast with me, your host, Matt, Head Lumberjack, a.k.a. Pablo Protein Bar. How are you? <laughs> this That's is a new nickname. You like that one? Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. Uh, this is Dominic. I call him Dr. Octopus now. I've just decided that your name is Dr. Octopus, and from now on, that's who you are. Um, so yeah, well, Dominic, I'm, I'm, My yourself. initials will be one day, Doc Doc. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Sorted. Right, so. Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus. Please Doctor introduce Puss. yourself. Dr. Puss. <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell the people who you are and why you're uh, on. So my name's Dominic. I'm one of the Lumberjack-sponsored educators. Uh, so I compete in bodybuilding as well as I'm con- completing a PhD in the biopsychology of appetite, which is why I'm an educator and not just Words. not an athlete, because I'm not actually that good of an athlete. <laughs> and then he's got some medals hanging up there. Don't, don't do yourself disjustice. Participation medals. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a medal for sucking. <laughs> oh, that's why I got most of them. I did a lot of sucking. <laughs> oh, it started already. It right, sound, cushy. Okay, so um, may as well introduce myself, because you may not even know who I am even though you've come to my podcast. My name is Matt. I own Lumberjack Sups. Um, we're an independent retailer in the UK of a number of different brands, some from the US, some from the UK, some from even from as far as South Africa, which is pretty cool. Um, but we source the best products and the products that are going to make the most difference to you rather than the ones that we think are going to sell best. So we like to put a lot of time, which is why I've got educators in. We like to put a lot of time in um, to why products are good for you, which products are the best for you, which ones are going to work best for a certain person in a certain scenario, um, and then bring them in rather than just, oh, that looks pretty, that will sell, I'm going to buy that, which is what some of the brands may do, but I can't talk about that. And then when we're putting content out there for you, we like, it's not just, oh, this tastes X, Y, Z, you know, it's, this is good for you like this. Some of the products may not taste great, but the blend and the ingredients are good for you for this reason. So yeah. do you want a product that tastes amazing, but does fuck all for you? Or do you want a product that is palatable? You can, you can drink it. <laughs> you can drink it. You're not going to throw up drinking it. But you're not going to enjoy drinking it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's going to work and you're going to get some results and you're going to notice an effect of including that in your stack. Because there's nothing worse than pissing money away on supplements that don't work. Exactly. We're all about the how and the why rather than the, ooh, this tastes nice. Realistically, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, supplements don't taste that good and the ones that supplements do, that work don't yeah i'm gonna say the ones that do taste really really good you might want to double check the panel um because there's a lot of ingredients themselves that don't taste that good and are very difficult to mask the flavor of so you know you might like something you might find something oh that's nice but even though we're saying something tastes nice it tastes nice for a supplement yeah i wouldn't just go out and drink it for the sake of drinking it I'm drinking it for a purpose and it happens to fit my palate well as well. That's how it is. Like EAAs are a great example. They just have not... You fucking what, mate? Be right back, I've got a parcel. <laughs> yes, parcels! All right, I'm going to check shit while Dom's <laughs> away. Your boots are here! <laughs> Dom's butt plug has just arrived and it takes three men to carry it into the building. So while we're waiting for him to carry his new butt plug in... Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the D. Um, vitamin D3 is a very, very good product um, just for general health. So I'm talking to the people. You be quiet now. This is my time to shine. Uh, vitamin D3 is a very good product for um, general health. Um, we don't get enough 
sunlight in this country. I will 100% guarantee you that. I don't care yeah, whereabouts in the country you live. You be quiet. I'm still talking. <laughs> we don't get enough. Um, and vitamin D3 is something that we normally absorb from sunlight. So in countries where you have a greater amount of direct sunlight, it is a little bit better. But I would still argue that you could benefit from supplementing with vitamin D3 at the same time. And now Dom is going to tell you why. So particularly in the UK, between the months of like no, October, November to February, March, because of where we're positioned in the globe and because of change, changing the clock so we actually spend more, more of our time in the dark, which is logical, um, it's actually impossible for us to synthesize enough vitamin D from the sun. Now, you can get vitamin D from a, a, a small number of food sources, but getting a sufficient quantity isn't really possible. That's why we, need, we rely so much on it from the sun. So, particularly over the autumn and winter months, if you live in the UK, I would recommend to everybody supplement vitamin D. And it's very rare that I'll say everybody should take this supplement because nutrition and supplements do need to be tailored to the individual, but vitamin D is one that everyone in the UK over these coming months at the moment are going to be deficient in. And especially now we're all in lockdown, because again, that makes logical sense. It's going to be even harder for us to get enough. So, vitamin D definitely add into your daily sack at the moment yeah i'd call it a, a staple product. oh i'm getting some feedback over there sorry oh there we go yeah sorry i could hear it feeding back while i was talking and it confused me i'm not taking it ah, nice yeah it's um it's it's a staple i would consider it to be a staple so yes everybody should add that in um i was just ramping the crowd mate while you were gone so you make <laughs> your train of thought my nice new sexy boots have arrived was that what you were? I thought it was, I told him it was a butt plug. I said it took three men to carry it into the building. That's why you were gone for so long. <laughs> Mate, if I, if my, when my butt plug arrived, it's going to be on a big HGV. Yes. Three men can't carry that butt. Like a fucking silo. Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it is shaped like a missile, so. Cushed it, right. Happy and day. And there's a big explosion when it goes in, so. Oh, <laughs> Dominic. You are scum. You I are scum. <laughs> no, we're not editing anything out now. That's it. It's staying in. Dominic loves big butt plugs. Fact. So while we're on the subject of Dom and his love for butt plugs, um, tell us a little bit about your competitive season. I know we've touched on it before when we tried to attempt to record podcast number one and it, we just ended up offending loads of people. So we had to scrap yeah, the entire thing. For that one, that uh, one we, went into the X-rated files. Yeah, we pretty much just called out everyone and we can't do that this time. So... Um, no. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your competitive season because it's been a bit of a different season for you. I mean, you've been competing while we've been in two national fucking lockdowns. So tell yeah, me. it's been a bit of a roller coaster. So I, I normally I like to prep over like starting now, really, like end November, December, because I don't really like Christmas. Ain't that great? I think it's massively like it's good, but it's overrated. I don't mind missing out on mince pies and stuff at Christmas. Fucking man, I'd much rather have beers and barbecues in the summer. And that lasts for like three months rather than a week. So I always prep now. So I got my first showing in March, which is the NPC Kingdom Classic. And I came third in that in Classic Physique because that was really fun. And then I don't know, the two shows lined up and they got cancelled because of the first lockdown. Took it on the chin. <laughs> I didn't. I got well fat. <laughs> I decided summer's cancelled. I got properly fat. I, got, I developed bitch tits. Potato came back. Strong. Um, and I, just, I felt I felt like I'd, I still needed to prove it to myself more than anything. I felt like I hadn't done myself justice, even though I came away 
with the top three placing. Um, so I ended up doing the Ben Weeder International Classic, the PCA British Open, and the Global Bodybuilding Organization's uh, SBO. I can't remember what that stands for. Or SSB or something like that with NFM UK. If you don't know what it stands for, Google it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the weed so one was the two rows, wasn't three it? Three shows in, in October. That was that was quite challenging. It's like for most of October I was just eating like plain chicken, plain rice, and like a bag of stir fry veg every day. It sucked. <laughs> Strong effort. Yeah, the weeder, that was two bros, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. I thought two bros. So it was a it was a really good standard. There were a fair few international athletes there, which I was quite surprised about. Um and I, I Came away from that really, really disappointed that I didn't get a top top three place. And I I did think I deserved one. But when I, when I got the feedback, it was just that I wasn't big enough and I didn't have the density and the muscle. And I can't argue with that. I, objectively, I just do not have that yet. But yeah, you can't argue about density if you're maybe lacking density. It's one of those things. But at least you didn't yeah. get nailed on condition. Yeah, exactly. And my conditioning was decent. My posing was decent. Um, and I felt like I actually held my own at... That was at that point. That was the highest level I'd ever competed at, and I held my own. I feel like I stood out on stage for the right reasons. Yeah. So although I didn't get the top three place, it wasn't the result I was after. Once I got the feedback and like it's set in after a few days, I was really happy with it and was like there were a lot of positives to take away. You know, I held my own at a very high level as a natty athlete. Yeah. So can't complain with that. PCA British Open. <laughs> May. <laughs> May. <laughs> so that was. Ironically, that was the, my favourite physique I've ever produced. I, I genuinely think that's the best I've ever looked. But I 100% know, or in my opinion, I know, I didn't deserve a top top five placing. Whereas the Lumberjack team and my coach all think I was hot, like just missed out on it. Before yeah, I, would, I, I was watching the live stream and I wouldn't have had you as low as maybe the judges had you. Mm. But at the same time, I wouldn't have had the top three anywhere as the top three was like the guy that came fourth i'd have had second and so my, my judgment's kind of askew anyway because i'm not a, i'm not a yeah well the guy the guy who won the guy who won deserved to win he was, he was yeah the guy second who came and third, second, he was, I yeah i wouldn't yeah. have had second and third as second and third no he was a he was a bodybuilder that wasn't quite a bodybuilder but that doesn't always yeah. make classic. But we but then I was doing classic bodybuilding. So, it, again, that was the first time I've ever done proper bodybuilding. So, yeah. a big step up. And it was a British Open. So, you know, I feel like I would have done a bit better if I, if the regional shows had gone ahead. But, you know, again, I held my own. I didn't look out of place on stage. So, tons no, of positives came away from that. And then two weeks after that, I did the GBO. So, amateur show in the morning. Actually came second. But... Because it was so close between me and first, we were on stage posing for like a good 15, 10, 10, 15 minutes, which doesn't sound long, but feels like an eternity. Like the sweat was pouring out of me. Um, we both came pros, did the pro show in the evening, made my pro debut and came third and got this sexualness. <laughs> so yeah, it was a really good season. A really, really good way to finish it off after, you know, so many months of, not knowing if shows were going to go ahead, not knowing if we could yeah. train, yeah. when we could train, how, you know, literally everything out of our control. I feel like I, you know, I can have a nice long off season now oh, and I've not embarrassed myself. <laughs> it was a good season. So yes, 
good season. So yeah, all in all, had bloody long season from first <laughs> show in March shows. to four shows in October. But yeah, it was really enjoyable actually. Yeah, like everyone kept saying how I was prepping over lockdown, but I'm like, yeah, it wasn't ideal before the gyms opened. But for the rest of the time, there were no distractions because... Yeah, it's probably a little bit easier, I imagine, because there's no... It was so much easier. ...external stimulus, is there? you just on your own eating your meals, cracking on. Yeah, and it got me out of the flat twice a day to go to the gym. So, you know, if I didn't have prep, I think I'd have murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, no fair. Which is quite strange, because most people feel like they're going to murder someone while on prep. <laughs> I, it was honestly the, the best prep I've ever done. It was brilliant. It, so, off-season now, what are we thinking? A full year out or...? 18 months at least. 18 months. Because the, the feedback that I got was that my posing's really good, my symmetry's really good. You know, the overall shape is really good. I'm just lacking the density and the size and the muscle, which, if you think about it, I've only been training properly for about three years. And even then, then that I've not been following proper programs. That's just been like, I've programmed it all myself. So yeah. now I've actually got a coach with Lucy. Yeah. Um, hoping over the next eighteen months to put on some real, real size and get really dense and just have to turn sideways when I walk through a doorway. Yes, I like that plan. That's a good plan. I want shoulders as wide as yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's all angles, mate. It's all angles. We have no. I'm sat, sat to just the side here. I look tired. them out, mate. That's all it is. It's all angles <laughs> on the YouTube lie. Um, yeah, I'm going to have eighteen months off, and then long-term goals are compete at the Atlas International for Great Britain with yeah. GBO, nice. as well as step on the amateur Olympia stage. That two then, then, yeah. yeah, that'll be two yeah. rows. I think Brad might. That's, that's the goal, well. anyway. I think Brad might be doing that one as well. Not sure yet. Olympia? Amateur Olympia, I think he might. Shit, and fucking undo classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad's, I'm going to say on that. <laughs> Brad's, Brad's going to do some fucking damage next year. Yeah. Well, like, he wasn't even he, he wasn't even meant to be prepping this year and he came second. Yeah, so Brad, our other athlete, the Rhino, um, is a competitive bodybuilder and literally he'd done a mini cut and then two weeks out from the PCA, he decided, hey, fuck it, I'll prep for it. Did a two-week prep, came on. Genuinely, in my opinion, um, again, placements weren't quite correct, but He's normally in a short class, and they didn't put him in short. In my opinion, he would have won the short class against the guys that he was against. Um, but they put him in the, the next one up, which was against Matt Tofton, who is, you know, he's up there in terms of amateur bodybuilders. Like, he's a, a fucking big guy. He gets lean. You know, he is, that is what it is. So, in my opinion, Brad should have had a first place, but he did. He deserved to walk away with the trophy. Um, the next I think year. they're the type of athletes who, they're at the stage now, they need to break through. They're at the very top of amateur bodybuilding. They oh, yeah. take the step and go pro. Well, I mean, Matt's missed go his card a couple of times, like, minimally. Just so, narrowly. Yeah, so, it, you know, it, it'll come. Um, and then that kind of paves the way for the next level of bodybuilders to come up through the ranks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because as soon as Rhino was there and saw Matt was there as well, he said himself, I knew I was, it was a competition for second place. Like yeah. Everyone knew Matt was, uh, Matt was winning. Yeah. And I feel like if, if that's great for you as an athlete if you're, if you're doing that and you, you win backstage, but 
I think if that if that were I were ever in that position, I'd I'd be looking around going, right, I need to take a step beyond this now. I need to yeah, yeah. Further no, to be fair, for for Brad, it wasn't really uh, he wasn't really trying to get on stage for a trophy anyway. I know you get on stage for a trophy, but it was uh, it was more of an intrinsic motivation, um, like personally for him anyway. And it was like yeah. a good send off that he wanted to do. So I think and he did all do in all, well, he did fucking incredible. Yeah, but next yeah. next year, you boys are gonna do some stuff. It's gonna be well. Good. Two years for me. Uh, two years for you, but there's, two years for me. There's, next there's, year, there's other Rhino was getting his pro card. I would be shocked if he didn't walk away with a pro card next year at the standard he's been setting currently. I'd be amazed if he didn't walk away with a pro card. But what do I know? I'm not a bodybuilder. So I've got to hope you're what the judges want on the day. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's all it's a subjective sport, isn't it? So that's, mm. that's what it is. So moving on from bodybuilding, because I'm not a bodybuilder, I just like to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk well, a little bit. Not about... yet, but we are getting you on stage. I'm not going to. I might do it. I don't know. I don't. Hey, we're going to get you a thong. We're going to get you a tan. We're going to paint <laughs> your nails, and then we're going to get you on stage. That sounds more like a Saturday night. But yeah, yeah, I can do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be fair. Before Ben Weeder, I stayed in my brother's flat. I had my teeth whitening strips. I'd painted my fingernails so they didn't get stained stained by the tan. And I was there covered in the tan, and they were both like, "Dom, I thought this was a manly sport." <laughs> is this not a beauty pageant <laughs> bro it's just a glorified beauty pageant but we love it um nah I, I don't i don't know it maybe maybe but i'm nearly 30 now like my time's i think feel like my time has passed for for jumping on stage oh mate fuck it wait another five years go do masters <laughs> first time as masters yeah oh mate that'd be sick <laughs> fuck it out let's see if i get the beard i remember a few years that. ago yeah i remember a few years ago you were talking about doing the saxon classic I was going to, and then cocaine happened. <laughs> Surely that would have helped you get skinny. Uh, yeah, skinny, skinny ain't gonna win a bodybuilding oh, show. Skinny though, skinny, yeah. Skinny yeah. won't win a bodybuilding yeah. show. So yeah, that um, luckily that phase of my life has passed now. So maybe we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see. Um, so yeah, supplement wise, we're gonna break down a little bit about supplements. I'm not gonna break down any supplements today. Um, just because there's that many, where would we start? We really want to start like right at the very, very basics. And the one take home message that I want, even though I do sell supplements for a living is that supplements aren't a necessity. They are a luxury. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, you can build a good physique. You can essentially even maybe win a show or you can perform at a higher, highish level based purely on training and nutrition alone. Like if you're getting the right micronutrients and things from your, from your diet and your, your food intake is perfect and your training is hard and your training is perfect, you don't need supplements to progress. However, <laughs> they do help. Um, yeah, certain yeah. ones help more than others, but it's, it's safe to say that you should never prioritize um, your supplement bill over your food bill or your gym membership or you know you should never put yourself out of pocket to get the latest supplement just because it's pretty and it, it, it you know it's not going to help you that much that it's going to make it worthwhile do you know what i mean unless it's a lumberjack supplement in which case it will unless it's <laughs> you know 15 quid for one of our lumberjack t-shirts because it's a fucking sexy t-shirt um but yeah that, that, i think that's a really interesting point i think you see a lot in uh, young lads when they're just getting into the gym and you know we don't have proper nutrition education in the uk 
So no. a lot of people, when they're getting into the gym, they don't really know what foods they should eat. And, you know, nutrition information out there is dirt. There's so much conflicting stuff. With Some people with good intentions just don't know what they're talking about. And some people with bad intentions trying to make a profit. Trying to make money, yeah. So you always have a lot of blood being like, oh, are you on, are you on protein? Like, what do you mean, am I on protein? Yeah, I'm on 250 grams. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if I take this protein shake, will it help me lose weight? I'm like, well, no, you're you're putting energy into yourself there. Look, I always say I look at it a a bit like a chicken breast. They're pretty similar in macros. You know, nutrients may be a bit different, but on on the whole, if you're looking purely at the macro side of things, you're looking at about twenty to twenty-five grams of protein per serving, maybe a gram or under of fat, gram or under of carbs, depending on which protein it is that you're having. Yeah. Um, and it's not the same in Oh, if I eat this chicken breast, am I going to get a six pack? No. Like, that's not how it works. No, there's a... There's a and people don't realise it's called supplement for a reason. It's yeah. there to literally supplement your already efficient and effective diet. You're exactly. not going to get a six pack from taking a few pills and a few powders if you're living off takeaways and processed foods. No, it's 100%. not how it works. And anyone that tells you that you are probably needs a bit of a fucking slap, um, if I'm honest. And anybody that uses and themselves the as, as evidence that you can do that, they're not taking supplements. They're taking something stronger. And even then, realistically, as someone who has used steroids and still looks like shit, it's not all steroids. <laughs> all right? Like, yeah. it, it, it can't be. Like, if you look at someone that you really aspire to, that you want to look like, and you know full well that they do use anabolics or they do use supplements, you need to understand that that is just the tip of the iceberg of what they do on a daily basis. But you're just, what people do is they take that little snippet and they say, Oh, well, if I apply that to my life, then it's going to make a massive difference. But what they're not looking at is the big chunk of the iceberg underneath, which is consistency, hard work, the right training protocols, the right food intake, um, the correct sleep patterns and the better quality of sleep that they're getting. And then all That's of that is going to make sleep. a massive difference compared to this tiny little bit up here, which might be supplementation and anabolics. Mm. And I'm not qualified to talk about anabolics, so I'm not even going to go into it any further than people take it, but it's not going to make that much difference if you're not doing everything else first. Boom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. that, that's, to, that's the point. I want good training. Yeah. You need the good training, you need the diet. And I think diet and sleep and training, not, not only are they going to help you progress with your physique or your strength or whatever your like fitness-related goal is, but in my experience, from both myself having had a terrible diet and being, being nicknamed potato at one point in my life to now you know, being a bodybuilder, I, would, I wouldn't be at university still if it wasn't for sorting out my diet and training. I would have dropped out with a 2-2. Yeah. And I've seen it in clients. Their, they report back like their relationship with family and friends improves because their diet's improved. Their sleep improves. And that means their grades and all their work, everything starts to pick up because they've got more energy and they can concentrate. Their brain's working better yeah. and their body's working better. throughout the day is always improved. Like, you notice it. Just anyone that is listening to this and hasn't attempted adjusting their diet to foods that are going to benefit them rather than make them feel like shit or just be convenient try it try it for one week seek out a coach or just try and put it together yourself try it for a week 
see how you feel. See if you can get on top of your digestion, see if you can get on top of your sleep and just see the difference it has on your productivity and your ability to just do shit through the day. Because I lost sight of that last lockdown and I became the king of snacks. And genuinely, <laughs> getting out of bed was a fucking struggle. I, I felt like shit. And that's not even about how I looked. I just, in general, felt shit. Like I was like, oh, just lethargic and tired, right. shitty. And it was because if I wasn't. You've never like, tried to have a good diet. You don't realize that that feeling is feeling shit yeah. and that you feel awful. And then when you implement a good diet and training, you get a bit healthier, you go out and get fresh air. You see you know? it as normal, don't you? And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. wow, you're fucking amazing. You don't. You feel how normal is supposed to feel. Yeah. That's not normal to people anymore. And that's, no, you know, the, that's... The processed food does genuinely make you feel stodgy and shit and low energy and just a bit crap. Yeah. You're you know, there's a time and place for it. Like, I'm getting a takeaway tonight and I'm buzzing about oh, it. Bro, what, I'm going to fuck up some chicken wings. You have some chicken wings? I mean, well, our lass is feeling sushi, but... I'm feeling chicken wings, so we're getting chicken wings. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of sushi. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. Unpopular opinion. I'm not a fan of sushi. I, 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 don't like Asia, I love anything Asian. Oh, no, I don't like it, mate. It, nah. I don't like the texture. Nah, I don't mate. like the taste. I don't like it. Mouthfeel. Nah. Okay, oh. I, can, I can understand the mouthfeel because it is a bit of a weird sensation. Yeah. Oh, mate. An all you can eat sushi, sushi buffet. Sushi? Sushi. <laughs> 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 don't know why I said that's so weird. Oh wow, well that's my new fucking text tone. Sushi. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever I text into Lumberjack, that's gonna go off. <laughs> excellent. Uh, that's the whole reason I do the podcast is just so I can get little sound bites of you being a knob. And when I do the videos <laughs> with Lucy as well, there's some words just come out weird, like, and I don't know why. I just can't talk when the camera's on. <laughs> <laughs> I get flustered. And I don't like it. Um, I can see now, Nah, sushi, nah. Domino's pizza. And I, I know it's nah, so mate, the most overrated nah. takeaway in the world. It costs you a mortgage for an 11-inch pizza. Two for Tuesdays, bro. You go on two for Tuesdays. Yeah, but I don't want a pizza Tuesday. just on a Tuesday. I want them on a day that ends in a Y, so basically all the time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> nah, I, you know what? I, I said the same thing about Domino's for a long time. And then I realized that every other pizza joint around me is absolute pure garbage. So now around me, because I live in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, like I have, we have to drive 25 minutes just to get to Domino's and it's worth it over ordering in from these fucking shitty takeaways that are near us. Yeah, to be it, fair, where I grew up like out in the middle of nowhere in the sticks and their pizza joints are all terrible. Yeah. Oh, I, live, I live in the middle of Leeds city centre now, so I'm surrounded by amazing takeaways. Oh yeah, fuck you, bro. I missed that a little bit. I miss it I just because I can be a fat fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to live here anymore. I'm bagging on about takeaways now. I've not had a fucking takeaway in weeks. I'm fucking 11 hey, weeks deep now. Chicken wings Fridays. Woo! Nice. Nice. We've got sidetracked about food and I've got a bit of an erection. I'm not sure what to do um, and how to proceed. Get some chicken wings and some deal chicken with that erection. That's why we like you. That's why you're part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we've said way off a little bit because we started talking about fat fuck stuff. Um, back to my original point, supplements aren't necessary. They are a luxury. However, on that point, if you are able to use them and supplement with them and you, you, you know, you've got the disposable income to do so, you've got everything else in place and you want to start supplementing, but you don't know where to start, start with the fucking basics. This is the most, this is 
it sounds stupid. Like saying it out loud starts with the basics is fucking common sense, but it's not that common. <laughs> same for training. Yeah, same for training and diet. Yeah, same for training and diet. To be honest, like a lot of people will jump straight into a fucking five day bro split or uh, trained by JP push pull legs straight away, and you know start trying to do this or he tries to do that, and like all of a sudden everything gets lost in translation and things start to stall. Whereas if you can master the basics right from the very beginning, if you are a beginner, accept that and begin. Start yeah. at the bottom and work your way up. Start on a full body split. You've never been in the gym before a day in your life. You're doing everything and you're going to rec recover from it quicker. Because first of all, you're not going to be creating that much of a stimulus right from the very beginning because you're going to be learning movement patterns and stuff. So you're not going to be battering your body to pieces every session. Second of all, you're going to recover from it a lot quicker. So get into that habit first. Same for food. If you've eaten like shit for your entire life and that's all you know, then swapping straight to fucking chicken, broccoli and brown basmati rice every meal of every day, not sustainable and not necessary. You can cut things back a little bit and you, can, you don't have to do fad diets. You don't have to do fucking loads of different protocols to get it in there. All you have to do is think, eat less, move more. That is the basic fundamental of losing weight eat less and move more and people and then everything else is just a method of achieving that all yeah. these different diet protocols and everything are just methods of achieving an energy deficit or weight weight balance and stuff yeah they all work by the exact same principles of thermodynamics it's calories in versus calories out so if you're burning more than you're eating you're gonna lose weight it's as simple as that simple um, and supplements are kind of on the same. Either. Supplements are on the same same sort of vein as well. So, start basic. Start with what is proven to work, what has the most scientifically backed um, data, and you know what seems to be the most easily attainable. Like achieve the word accessible. Da. Easily yeah, accessible. I couldn't have you out there. I didn't know where you were going. Ah, fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> Easily accessible. So first of all, you're going to look at creatine. Now, creatine for some reason gets a bit of a stigma where some people don't know what it is and what it does. Um, the most basic way that I can say creatine will help you is it helps you to build power. It helps you to gain strength. It may help you to build muscle and it 100% helps with cell hydration. I always That's say creatine it. helps with muscle as, as a secondary outcome almost. Yeah, it's not. It helps you improve strength and strength begins size. Yeah. If you yeah, can it, lift more because you're stronger, your muscles are going to grow more because you're going to damage them more. Yeah, 100%. You're Although not going to you know, build muscle by taking directly helps Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah, definitely. That's why I said may rather than it will. It may, it may if, if you progress in the way that you, you should progress. But in my yeah, opinion, you use it properly and you train properly. If you train, creatine is the first on your shopping list. Every time, every single time, if you train and you want to get better at training, if you play a sport and you want to get better at your sport through training, creatine needs to be supplemented, in my opinion. Maybe not needs. Again, I'm putting a bit of a pressure on it. It should be supplemented with if you can afford to. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. It's, it does, it's, I would say it's one of those 1%. So if you've got really good training, really good nutrition, and you do want to take yourself a little bit further, add creatine in. You want to be a bit more competitive. Yeah. I would recommend creatine. You don't, you don't need it 100%. It's not like all oh, your training and nutrition is just a waste of time and throw that out the window if you're not taking it. But taking it 
will have a benefit and it is very reliably reliably researched yeah 100 percent. there's there's it's the most researched supplement on the market creatine there's there's been so many studies into it to prove that it does work now um you can get different kinds of creatine um they've, they've released dif- different patented versions like crea pure um in all honesty <laughs> creatine monohydrate is creatine monohydrate and that's all you need to look for you don't need to splash out and get the most potent version because realistically it's all going to go the same place and do the exact same thing you can get creatine products now with actigen or astrogen added which helps absorption through the gut i recommend that it's good shit did you see not too long ago lane norton called somebody out because they were promoting a new form of creatine that reduces water retention no i didn't Basically, they claim this new creatine didn't cause you to retain water. And Lane, very correctly, just called them out and was like, well, it doesn't fucking work then, does it? But yeah, that but... is how creatine works. It <laughs> yeah. saturates the muscles. Exactly, so It's yeah. not making you hold on to water. It's not saturating the muscles. So it's, you, you're just wasting 40 quid. Yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. So be careful when these new blends and formulas have come out. And, be, you know, I'm not expecting everyone to understand all the exact mechanisms of supplements. But if something sounds too good to be true, as with everything in life, probably is. Be back in one second. Now I have it. The hoodie's here. Ooh. Oh, the hoodie. Live unwrapping. Oh, yeah. Can we get your dog a hoodie as well? Ooh, I like that. That is a good looking Big fan of that. I also let Lucy design her own. So you're all about to witness a completely brand new design, which may go live or may not. We're not sure yet. But we've got... The lime green badass. And on the back. (laughs) Yeah, I like that it's smaller because my Don't Be a Dickhead t shirt, I'm like, very few places I can wear that. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Sorry about that. Right, I'm back. I think that's all the deliveries that I'm due today. I've had like fucking four deliveries today, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I'm a busy guy, you know. So yeah, we were talking about creatine. Basically, yeah, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, and genuinely, again... Lot, the supplement industry is terrible. I think it's a dirt industry, apart from Lumberjack. We're, we're sick. Nice. But I think it's a dirt industry. Manufacturers love to... They'll find like a, a rodent study and they'll just find one that has like the tiniest little inclination of something working. And they'll just completely misrepresent that study and say, this supplement definitely works. It's going to make yeah. you lose fat. You're going to... You're going to have the biggest erections of your life. You're going to have a six-pack. Girls are going to be after you. Guys are going to want to be you. And it's like, there's no evidence for it working. No, no. Um, so, there's a, there's a lot of absolute industry. From, if it sounds I mean, too good to be true, it generally is. There's a lot of good salesmen in the supplement industry. And good salesmen normally speak in absolutes, which, when it comes to your body, I don't think you can do that. 
Um, yeah, I think that's fine. probably the problem. So, you know, I will always try and say it may, it should, it potentially could do something. I'll never say this will do this, this will work because the human body is fucking insane and your ability to digest and absorb and utilize different ingredients and different, um, different compounds, completely different. Like, look at me, little fat fucking white kid from, from down Seth, from Surrey, posh. Did you forget where you were born? I did, mate. Yeah, I've lived in so many different places. I'm like a fucking pikey. Um, and then... I, also, I'm really sorry, but since when you said Surrey then, I lost... I can't even say a little bit. I lost a lot of respect for you. I know, mate. I know. A little posh boy, innit? Um, <laughs> so look at me. My, both my parents are shorter than me. Both, I would describe them as dumpling-like. That's probably harsh to describe my parents, but they are. They know they are. And, you know, that's how it is. Um, now look at, look at Phil Heath. Yeah. The way that his body is going to react to different things and the way that my body are going to react to different things, they're going to react differently. Do you know why? Because we're different. We've got completely different genetics across the board. Uh, something that people need to consider is just because something works for someone, it's not going to work for someone else. Just because, um, whatever spokesperson is saying that this works for me, this supplement is great. I take it every day and I look like this doesn't mean that you're going to, and you, we really need to try and start getting consumers out of that, um, that kind of mindset where they're trying to emulate and recreate what their idols are doing because it's not the same. Like fair enough. If Michael Jordan said you need to shoot a basketball like this, you, everyone in their lives can learn a motor skill. You can shoot a basketball like that. You're never going to be like Mike, but you can, you can shoot like Mike. If Phil Heath says you need to take this creatine and you will look exactly like me, he's lying. Because <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it's not going to work. You, can't, like you can't teach your body to absorb and utilize an ingredient, but you can teach your body to perform a, a certain act. So uh, although bodybuilders are, you know, we should idolize them and, you know, we can want to look like them. It doesn't mean emulating them will get the same results, if that makes sense. Because even their relatives and stuff, they could live exactly the same life and they probably still wouldn't have the same results that they had again. Yeah. You know, if I, I always look at my brothers. The three of us don't look related. You know, I'm here a bodybuilder and I was, you know, I was a prop in rugby and played international rugby as a prop. And then my brother, he's a fullback. For anyone that knows rugby, that's one of the fattest versus one of the skinniest, speediest guys on the pitch. And we're brothers, so you would say we've got pretty similar genetics. My brother's six foot. The way we train and the way we respond in the gyms and stuff. Yeah. Like completely different. And he's very strong. He's got a 200 kilo deadlift at like 78, 75 kilos. Yeah. Anyway. Strong. So it's not that he doesn't train and stuff. It's just his body reacts and processes yeah. all this stimuli yeah. very, very differently. Yeah. And that's what we need to. Sometimes you're just unlucky <laughs> or lucky. <laughs> unlucky that's what we need you need to consider when you're looking at supplements as well so you need to consider yes they do work and they are proven to work but will they work for me and is it a worthwhile investment so if i look at um pick something off the top of my head we'll go with a we'll go with a pre-workout so if i look at a, a high stimulant pre-workout for me i get nothing from it because i get overstimmed immediately and then I crash near enough immediately after that. So it's just an absolute fucking waste of time. And I love, I love pre-workouts. I am 
yeah, I fucking, I own a supplement company. Of course I like pre-workouts. I like supplements. So I've tried a lot, but a high stim pre-workout for me just ruins everything. I can't focus in a session. I can't train. I feel sick. I'm too busy fucking gaining and looking around and listening <laughs> to the music and getting a bit pumpy, bringing back the fucking, the rave days. And then I crash and I can't eat after. So for me, it won't work. It, there's no point in me buying a high stim pre-workout just because so-and-so says it's a good pre-workout. If I look at the ingredients and I recognize certain stimulants in there that I've that fucked me up before, I'll probably avoid it. Yeah. It's, well, not, then, like, it's not a worthwhile investment. It'd be a waste of time. Yeah. But even then, like the, just because it's not, it's not a stimulant based pre-workout doesn't guarantee you're going to like it. Cause I know, I love Naughty Boy. That's the best, their stim-free one. That's the best pre-workout I've ever yeah. had. But you love Defib as well. And I know I yeah. Defib's too strong for me. Now, even half a scoop of that, and I'm like, ooh, I'm not really enjoying this. And then Nootropics, I find they're an amazing pre-workout as well. Yeah, I, I found that I used to combine like a Brain Gains or, um, yeah, Brain Gains, or a Nootropic-style um, ingredient with a pump. But what Naughty Boy have done now is they've just done that for me and they've combined it together yeah. and they've made Sick Pump Synergy, which is literally the half of the panel is a nootropic and the other half of the panel is Sick Pump. So you get a good pump, you get the focus, but you're not overly stimmed, which, which is great. And it's yeah. being able to identify that based on sort of past experiences and based on kind of learning how your body feels and how your body reacts to things. Yeah. A little bit of it is trial and error. And that's why we do like sample packets and stuff and other companies do sample packs and and things like that, because you don't know how a product is going to react until you put it in your body. You can have some idea, but you're not going to know until you take it. It's expensive to buy the product and it's full pack, you know, full serving of the You buy product. a 40 serving tub for 35 quid or whatever. And, and then you realize, you have one scoop oh, I'm on that life. you shrunk me, I don't like that. Or they didn't even touch me. Yeah. And a part of it comes down, you need to question your motives. Are you taking a pre-workout just because everyone does it on Instagram and all the influencers do it. The dry you scoop challenge. Back, don't do it. Um, but, you know, are you going 7, 8 o'clock in the evening after work when you're a bit tired, mentally tired, not physically tired? Well, because you're going in the evening, probably don't have a stim-based one. Go for one that's going to got a bit more nootropics in it if you're struggling to concentrate. That's what, what you need there. Do you want a pre-workout just because it makes you feel good and you want to look good with it? Go for a pump blend then. Or are you going in the morning when you're half asleep? Get a stim-based one. You know, there's a number of different types of blends and they all work for very different purposes. So it's not just a case of, this is a really good pre-workout. Is it a really good pre-workout for what you need and what you want? Yeah. No. And only you can answer that. Like, yeah, exactly. That's why trial and error is for. Yeah. And that's why starting at the basics... I know we've just been talking about pre-workouts, but I wouldn't class a pre-workout as a basic supplement. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be the first thing on my list. That wouldn't even be fucking 10th thing on my list, realistically. Like if I you think look I've at, been consistently going to the gym for three years before I even considered pre-workout. If you have a look at like my list of supplements that I take daily or Brad's list of supplements that Brad takes fucking daily, the pre-workout is right down the bottom of the list because realistically you can train without it you may not like training without it after you've trained with it once you go black you never go back and all that or once you go black you go need a wheelchair um <laughs> sorry i had to do it um but 
you know, you can train without it. It's not a necessity. Whereas you look at things such as glutamine, creatine, vitamin C, vitamin D3, apple cider vinegar. Um, name some more. Quick. Top of your head. Let's go. Hit I, I, mate, honestly, I zoned out. I don't even know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, protein. Whey protein. Yeah, that's whey protein. that's, that's yeah, a staple as well. You don't need yeah. it. You can get that from your diet. But... Protein is quite difficult for your body to digest, so it spends a long time sat in the digestive system. So it's very satiating and leaves you feeling full for longer. So if you're having a high-protein diet, chances are you're not going to be as hungry as you previously have been. So protein shakes are a very efficient way of getting that number higher because the body doesn't process liquid calories the same as solid calories. They digest very easily. So you can get that protein in there without it leaving you feeling full for ages. Yeah. Um, so that, that's another one I would I often recommend to clients. But I try and keep it as simple as possible. So my current stack is omega fatty acids there we for go. my oh, joint okay. health and brain health. Because I've got I broke my knees up playing rugby and my shoulders. I'm falling apart at 26. It's oh, bro, very upsetting. I've just got some uh, some of the joint stuff from Dragon Farmer, the new joint caps. I'll send you the send you the panel. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely buy some it's, of them because I, I can't walk piece. downstairs pain free. It's awful. Yeah. Like since 18, I've had arthritis. Like, and this is what I mean. Things like that, there are products out there that can help. And they would, again, not be considered essential, but I would then place them higher on the list than I would something else, like pre-workout. Mm. You know what I mean? So well, you, know, you, you don't have an hurting, in your joints. You take some supplements that may help the joints, like a Support Max Joint or Joint RX that I've just got in from Dragon Pharma. Um, <laughs> that fucking branding, sir. Yeah. Um, there are products like glucosamine, things like that. There are products and compounds that are going to help you with your joints. They're not going to fix your joints. We are not doctors. He's nearly a doctor, but we are not doctors. We cannot prescribe <laughs> things like that. It's not prescribed by the FDA or anything like that. It's not approved, but they have been proven to help others. In a Yeah, so it's scale. a supplementation. It's not a medication. Yeah. It's going to alleviate and help and make things a little bit better, but it's not a drug. It's still, you know, supplements come from foods. So you probably, you know, for example, creatine, that can be found in a lot of red meat. A lot of red meat, not yeah. in large, large quantities. That's why we supplement it. So, it's, you know, when you realize it's coming from a food source, more often than not, whey protein, it comes from dairy. So it's not a drug. It's very, very different. You would never eat a chicken breast and think, oh, God, that's it. My knee's not clicking anymore. <laughs> you know, think of it yeah. like that. Yeah. It may be a powder or a pill, but it's not a drug. The thing about whey proteins as well, one point that I want to get across before the end is um, it's convenient. And that is the 100% only reason you need it. <laughs> the only reason yeah, you, you don't because it's need convenient. whey protein as a supplement. You, know, you don't need it in your diet. You don't need it to get a good physique. You don't need it to improve at sport. It's just a lot more convenient. And sometimes, especially at the moment, it tastes nicer. Like mm. back in the day, back in the days of the old fucking USN Optimum Nutrition fucking PhD, you could get a dick-tasting banana flavour, a shit-tasting chocolate flavour, or some fucking gish strawberry. I like the word gish. Yeah. gish it was just those three flavours back then. It was the those, day, and they it? were wank. Then they added in like a nice little vanilla, which was all right. But now, if you look at Perform Way, or you look at Rule 1 Proteins, or... Okay, yeah, I've got a Perform Way in my kitchen, or cinnamon like... donut flavour. They, they oh, nice, it's, tasty. It's not quite the same as you know. One bars, their yeah. their donut flavor tastes exactly like a donut. It's not quite as potent as that, 
but it does taste I a bit of a cinnamon I, donut. I tried the cinnamon donut good. one the other day, and it was it's very very it's a mild flavour, if you know what I mean. Like it's mm. sweet and it's nice and it's creamy, <laughs> but it's, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely cinnamon donut. You know, it's, it's not there, like yeah. it's not the same as biting a donut. Whereas yeah, biting into a flavor. one bar that does taste like biting into a donut. That's sick. I'm still not a fan of protein bars, me. I'm, I'm yet to find a protein bar that satisfies me. Mate, one bars. Uh, no. Even though I just called Spots myself Pablo. one. <laughs> called myself fucking Pablo protein bar, really. Yeah, I don't like protein bars, mate. <laughs> oh, um, Pablo. Oh, I don't even know. Pablo protein bar. Yeah. I like. So what's your, what's your daily supplements stack like? So me at the moment, on a, on a training day, I wake up, I have 10 grams of glutamine. I have 25 ml of apple cider vinegar, or if I'm feeling particularly like I don't want to swallow apple cider vinegar, which is a lot at the moment, I've got um, apple cider vinegar gummies, so I supplement with those instead. Um, I have a scoop of thermal from Glaxon, which is it's pretty much just L-Biber or Biber or whatever. Technically, it's a fat burner, but it's a non-stim fat burner, and it's I just like the taste of it, if I'm honest. And I'm interested. To, I'm testing it as kind of a, a test out for me because I am in a fat loss phase. I'm keen to see what happens because it's not that well researched by, but there's not a great deal of research about it. So I'm keen to try it for myself. Um, and it's strawberry kiwi flavor, which is pretty nice. I have um, a scoop of brain gains. I have got it all out in front of me. I've got a scoop of greens because I'm shit at eating vegetables. I'm just a little fat kid inside. I just want chocolate and cake and I don't want my veg. Um, I think that's it. In the morning. Some lemon juice and some aloe vera juice as well, just to help aid digestion. Like my digestion at the minute is fucking beautiful because I'm having glutamine, which can help digestion. I have an apple cider vinegar, which is great for your digestion. Um, we've got the lemon juice and the aloe vera juice, which do the same thing. And then the greens can help with it as well. So there's like five different different products there that can all help improve my digestion. So I have that in the morning and in an evening. Um, yeah, pretty regular. I'm losing weight. I'm no longer bloated after meals, which is good because for a while, especially because my diet was so shit, I was just bare bloated after every meal. Like I just felt That'll like be your after digestion. Every time I massively, won't it? Oh, massive. Yeah. So like even I have lost a decent amount of weight so far. Like I've dropped 22 pounds in 11 weeks, which I'm quite happy with. But at the same time, it's more noticeable because I'm not bloated anymore. My stomach's not distended. So you can, it looks like I've lost even more because I'm no longer bloated and feeling like shit. So my posture's improved because I feel better about myself. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything comes hand in hand. And if, you, if you're not feeling bloated, I imagine you feel a lot more comfortable. Oh, 100%. Like, I, I, I can do things now. This no, is a bit I, gross, but during prep, I was having, you know, the bags of stir-fried veg, it's like 300, 400 grams you get in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having one of them a day. I bet you were bad. And that, I've never been so regular. Yeah. And honestly, I could feel my entire, like, stomach just empty out. There was, I was too empty to be bloated. And it was honestly the nicest, most comfortable That's feeling in the world. Nice. Not being hungry, but just being a bit empty and feeling regular. I was just like, oh. <laughs> and I come out of the hotel room, it's like, Lucy, don't go in there. It fucking stinks. <laughs> no, fair. It's like fair. You, you, the toilet's off limits until we get back up to Leeds. <laughs> Nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Um, 35 years, mate. <laughs> oh, just burn the toilet down. Burn the hotel down. It's over. 
Yeah, pretty much. There's three hotels in England now. I rendered unusable. Idiots. Um, oh yeah, vitamin C as well. I have um, I have one effervescent vitamin C, which is like a thousand milligram. Mm. I think that's right. Thousand milligram microgram. One of the two. I can't remember. It's on the label of vitamin C. Um, and that, if you mix it with the, if you have your apple cider vinegar in stuff, like if you have like a big concoction, concoction, concoction. Yeah. If you have one of those, it kind of takes the spiciness away from the apple cider vinegar, the tanginess and the tartness. It takes it away a little bit with the effervescent vitamin C. Um, I also then have a scoop of immunity armor from um, Explosive Ape, which is, once again, there's some vitamin C, some glutamine, more stuff to improve your general health and your gut health. So my gut is healthy, bro. Um, But yeah, I, I literally, I just have it in one of these. Um, and I literally, I fill it to the top near enough with water about there. And then once it's filled with everything, it goes to the top. It takes some shaking. Um, yeah, I bet it does. I bet it comes out like sludge. But you know what? It tastes all right. Like, even though there's a mesh of loads of different flavors, it's not too bad. I, I quite enjoy it in the morning now. Um, Mine bed, much more basic than yours. <laughs> yeah, but I own a supplement company, mate. I can just go, yeah. to fucking go to the shelf and just, oh, I'll have that one now. I shouldn't do That's that. Awesome, I should it, but... <laughs> It is what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I just opened another tub of Wise Guy earlier just because I wanted to try a different flavour. I've just wasted a full tub now because it's mine. It's mine. Was it worth it, though? Oh, yeah, it's nice. I've got the Candy Capone flavour. Very good. Very Does that good. taste like gummy bears or Skittles or something? No, it's just more just like a, a sweet flavour. You know, when you go in a sweet shop and you smell a sweet shop, yeah, it tastes how that smells. That oh, makes sense. Yeah, I can I can get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. I've not tried it myself. Though. No, it's nice. I'll tell you what was good. Um, I just made me think about it then, was when I was describing how the taste, tasted of something, the way it smelled. Monster Factory's pre-workout, which I should be getting soon, by the way. Should be stocking soon. Just need to iron out the details. Um, their pre-workout is like wine gum flavour. Ooh! So it doesn't taste like wine gums. It tastes like once you finish the bag of wine gums and you just smell the bag, that is how it oh. tastes. And it's right. heavy on nootropics. After this, I'm running across the road to get some wine gums. Heavy on nootropics, a little bit of, little bit of stim and a little bit of pump, but very heavy on nootropics. So it's a very good sort of everyday pre-workout that you're not going to crash from and you're not, it's not going to fuck you up. That does sound That's a good plug for Monster Factory. Love you guys. Yeah. You're the boys. Um, <laughs> but no, it is very good. They let, they let me try it when they first, they were putting it together and they were like, oh, give us some feedback. I was like, mate, this is good. This, yeah. this is very good. Like, this is a good product. I'm keen to see what it's like with the new tropics. Because I find some of my best workouts are when I've got a really stressful day. I don't use brain gains every day. Yeah. I save it when I need it. Um, and it gives me proper tunnel vision. So I'll get easily get like 12, 13, 14 hours work done in the day. And then it comes to working out in the evening. And because I've got that tunnel vision, I'm a bit reluctant to work out. But then as soon as I get into the gym, the tunnel vision's work, work yeah, my benefit it, with the workout. in the right direction. Yeah. And those are my best workouts. So it'll be, be, be interesting to see what like the new tropics like actually taking just before the gym rather than 12 yeah. hours before I, I well, once they land i'll crack open a tub anyway and we always do sampling that's what i do is i don't it's not very often supplement companies send out samples anymore this is just an fyi for just every, anyone watching like it's not very often they do it because it costs them a lot of money and they don't really see any return from it a lot of the time so what we do here at lumberjack Sups is i'll order an extra couple of everything 
and I'll just crack the tubs open and I'll make you samples myself because I'm nice and I, I want people to try it. And then you've got a little bit more variety then as well. You're not kind of limited to what the company's sent you. Like if, if I ordered, say I ordered this Monster Factory stuff and they sent me a sample of um, their EAA, but I want you to try the pre-workout. I'm bound just to let you try the EAA because that's what I've got. So it's nice to be able to just put a scoop in a sample bag and send that out to you so you can try something specific. It's a little bit more personal. And like we were saying earlier, you don't want to whack 40, 30, 40 quid on a full tub if you've not tried it before and you don't know if it's going to be any good, which is why we do that. Yeah, I, I was in the position a year ago, I bought a protein from one of the biggest protein brands worldwide. Say their name. Say their name. Oh, I'm going to say Gold Standard Way. <laughs> oh, yes, come. Yeah, I've got it in the Christmas sales, like a four kilo bag for like 30 quid. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that'd be sick. And when you first get into the gym, that's marketed as like the best protein powder on the market. Back in the day, especially when we first started, or when you first started training, and I was like midway through, because I'm older than you. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that was the one that was, Steve Cook was promoting it, if I recall, back in the day, and everyone yeah. wanted to look like Steve Cook. I want to be Steve Cook. I'd, would Steve Cook even do shit now? Like... I've not seen him or heard of him. Like, I've not seen anything. I came away from all that, like YouTube and social influencer bollocks. Yeah, tell you who's good to watch. But, like, I, I was in the position. I've I've still got that bag of protein because it tastes like cardboard. Yeah, it's fucking would. awful. It may do it may do a good job, but it's that unpalatable. Drinking it's a chore. Yeah. I have to get flab drops and stuff to make it nice. And I was like, I regret spending that 30, 40 quid, whatever it was. Yeah, the thing is, there's a lot of money to spend on something, really. When you when you think about it, like you can get forty quid. If we say forty, how how much chicken can you buy for forty quid? Like if you go to a proper I, butcher, I go to the butchers and get ten kilos. You can get ten kilo for twenty quid, can't you? No, ten kilos for forty quid. You ten for forty. That's Five leave, kilos for I live in the fucking countryside, mate. It's probably about a little bit less for me. Woo. Um, a little bit less. It's exactly half the price. <laughs> but yeah, it's it is what it is. Like you can get a lot of actual quality food for that money. So you need to be damn sure that it's worthwhile investing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And we've got quite a few of our flavors. Like I'm not sure which supplement it is, but it's strongbow flavor. Oh, it's the sitcom synergy. It's naughty boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strongbow. I was fair skeptical about that at first, but I'm like. I don't want to be drinking cider before a workout. But it actually does taste pretty good. It's cute, isn't it? Whereas I would, I would never have bought that without the sample. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, yeah, come pay day. I'm going to get okay. myself some yeah. of that. Yeah, the, the Sick Pump Synergy, I, I was talking about it earlier. It's where they've combined the nootropics with the pump into one product. But yeah, the, the flavours that they've done, the Strong Bro, which is like the Strong Bro Dark Fruits, it genuinely, it tastes like the Sesh. I feel like I'm sat in a beer garden Relax. in the middle of summer. Just sipping a strongbow dark fruits because I'm the bell end that would sip a strongbow strongbow dark fruits because I'm that guy. Mate, I'm the bell end that sip a pink gin. <laughs> We're ending the as call. As long as it tastes good, I don't care. We're ending the call now. Bye, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, as long as it tastes good and it's sunny, give a fuck. <laughs> you've I used got, to work in weather You've got great York. Just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll try it. <laughs> you've got great Yorkshire since you've been in Leeds. Brilliant. Mate, honestly, I go home. I'm from Manchester, so I'm Red Rose. And my mum and dad are like, you sound a bit Yorkie now. You need to move oh, away. <laughs> you are scum. You're not welcome in this house. Oh, mate, I told them I've got a tattoo yesterday. 
Had that was my dad's reaction. Well, there's only four people coming home for Christmas then. It's not the five of us. <laughs> I guess I'm never invited for dinner then, bro. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, to be fair, I told them that I'm adding to it as well. Oh. And they were just like, well, is now a bad time to tell you that your cousin's getting laser removal of her tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, every time, I, every time I turn up with a new tattoo now, my mum's like, oh, yeah. So, like, the first time... I, First tattoo I got, I was 15. And it, it's this Christmas pudding looking Portsmouth badge, right? Don't. <laughs> Don't. Leave to be fair, that actually does look pretty good considering you've had that for. Yeah, half to, your to life. say I've had it nearly half my life. Yeah, it, it, it lasted well. I'd like to get it redone and messed around a little bit. Play up, Pompey. Um, but yeah, like, and she looked at it and she was like, she didn't say anything. Because, I mean, it's in a pretty fucking noticeable place. I'm in a t-shirt. You're going to fucking see it, you know? And she was yeah. looking at it like, is that going to come off? And I'm like, nah, it's a proper tattoo, <laughs> mum. She's like, how did you get that? I'm like, I know a guy. And she was like, okay. And that was it. Now, every time I just turned up with a new tattoo, like I've had my nose pierced before, I've got my tongue pierced. She just, like, accepts it. Like, she's just... Yeah, I was not terrified. Like, my parents are dead against tattoos. But it took a lot of courage to tell them. I've had one for a year and a half before they found out. <laughs> um, and they took it surprisingly well. And now it's at this age, now they know. I'm just like, well, any more I'll get in future. You just you already off. Yeah, point. yeah. It's just going to be adding to it then, isn't it? Mm. You're safe now. You can get a sleeve, get your throat done. <laughs> I'll wait until I've moved to Australia to get a sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I'm still thinking about getting the throat done, but I think it means I'd have to like trim the beard up a little bit. Yeah, there's no point having your throat done if you can't see your throat. I'd rather have the beard. Yeah, Maybe I'll get the side of the neck done instead. Can you imagine the needle on your Adam's apple? I imagine that's not pleasant. Honestly, you must. Be, the, you have to be nails to get that done. The worst place I got tattooed was either the back of my calf, or the back of my, my calf, like right up towards the top, like in the middle of the knee. Hideous. Ooh. Or hamstring down, going down towards the back of the knee. Anywhere near the back of the yeah, knee. Yeah, I can imagine your hammies being awful was fucking rancid. Like, I couldn't even sit for a full sitting for it. I had to do it in little mini sittings because I'm a little bitch. And I had to get numbing cream as well. I'm a faggot. Did you? Yeah. I don't know. My tattoo's only really, really small. So mine, I can't really talk about it hurting. But I was really surprised. I got a a Greek letter on my Achilles tendon. Didn't feel a thing. And I was petrified for that. It was a doddle. But to the left of my Achilles, you know, where your skin kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really anything there between like your Achilles and your ankle. That bit, that fucking hurt. Did it rattle? That one was like <laughs> stabbed knives. Tell you one of the bad ones. I got a fucking tattoo on my ass cheek. It was only half an hour, right? Genuinely, what did you get? I apparently. Why have I not seen this? Hey, I was going through. I'm fucking. I'll show you. I was going through my stripper phase back in the day like when I wanted to be a stripper. So we got. Oh, it's one of them. I have seen that. That took half an hour. I took half an hour, mate. Genuinely, I bit through my wallet. It was fucking awful. Like, I would never... Like, any... Like, all the girls and that, they get the full arses done as tattoos. Mad respect to you. Mad respect. You are warriors. Because fucking... My mate's got a big red stop sign on his arse. Saying no entry. (laughs) Excellent. That's homophobia in its finest. Don't enter. I have to get a tattoo to stay out. Yeah, he's a monk. Brilliant. <laughs> we've descended into tattoo anarchy. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've digressed again. We have digressed. We, we, I like going off on tangents, so it's cool. What I think I we're going to do 
Our is, podcast name being cut in the shit is very ironic because we're yes, going to chat about a lot of shit. We're going to chatting the shit. Uh, I reckon we call yeah. it a day there. We've got Jack coming in on the next one, on episode two, which will be pretty cool. Um, of Contest we'll Sports, chat. one of our the brands that we stock. We do. I, in fact, a little preview of episode two. This is Conviction. Um, it's his stim-based pre-workout. He's designed it. When you see him on the podcast, right, he's a fucking, he's a big guy and he's a strong guy. And he's designed it for big, strong guys. So powerlifters and strongmen will benefit from this motherfucker. Really good. We're uh, talking, going to talk to him about his plans for competing in powerlifting, the direction yeah. he wants to take his business, and you know, both perspective from a businessman and an athlete. So that's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, he's going to have two different avenues that are going to be quite demanding in the future. Mm. He's a he's a nice kid as well. He's Jack, so we'll get a good little conversation out of him, and hopefully a laugh as well. Um, the idea for this podcast is we're going to try and get a few of the faces behind the brands to come in and talk to us and chat shit with us and maybe provide a little bit more of an entertaining factor of us two being balanced. Um, so hopefully we'll get a couple more guys on and we'll keep you updated on that. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe because that's what YouTube people say. Uh, and if it's not on YouTube, if you're listening on iTunes, then uh, download and leave us a review if you can. Um, if you've got any yeah, questions... Let us know in the comments what topics you want us to cover, anything, yeah. any questions you have. You know, the more you engage, the more we can tailor this to what you want to hear. Yeah, it'll just As to us two just sitting here with shit, shit yeah. facial hair. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Dom, it's been a pleasure, mate. Thank you, guys. Peace. Thanks for having me. Catch you later, boss.